we said. The Press Box. And we're back after a long and we hope peaceful Memorial Day weekend for you and yours. The Press Box podcast is back. Mike Grace for my partners, Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers, with a special guest today, Todd Jones, the former Jacksonville State Gamecock and Major League Baseball pitcher, was a great reliever uh, for a number of franchises, but mostly for the Detroit Tigers. That's right, he at the time set the single season record for saves in a season by the Tigers and became the 21st member of the 300 Saves Club. We'll talk about that and much more as we visit with Todd Jones, who now is helping out his son Alex with a college team down in Florida. Todd Jones inside the press box. It's a collegiate summer baseball league, and uh, their first first workouts are today. And they asked me, uh, my son asked me to be a be a pitching coach, so I'm coming down to uh, to help him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to spending time with him. Hard to get this game out of your out of your blood, isn't it? No, I mean that's that's kind of that's kind of what it is. You're you know you've been doing it since you were five years old, and uh, you know it just feels like those you know those nice worn out pair 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 of your favorite shoes. You know you just you just can't get rid of them, and you just love to slip them on occasionally. So anytime uh, anytime I can help out a young player, I'll be glad to do that. Looking forward to it for sure. Todd, it also sounds like the perfect uh, grandparent type role too and i'm not saying you're a grandparent i'm just saying grandparents seem to love being able to uh to be with the grandkids as much as they want and then hand them back and move on it sounds like that's just the right amount of coaching you're doing right now too you can <laughs> you can enjoy yeah. it and then leave it the heck alone and move on to whatever the, whatever you want to do next yeah that's right i mean you know i was i was i was fortunate to get a chance to to play and, and, uh, you know, take care of my family a little bit. So I'm able to, uh, just kind of watch by live vicariously through my, through my kids, uh, lives and, uh, you know, try to help them out. But it's just, it's just so encouraging as a, as a parent to, to have a chance to, you know, you pour your whole life into your kids and to have them, uh, you know, chasing, chasing what they like to do and enjoying, enjoying and and you know doing it the right way it's it's a it's a very very rewarding thing for sure todd jones inside the press box with us uh it's jd down mobile but mike if you don't mind give us a little bit more of todd's vita but give me a pause after his alma mater if you don't mind uh well again he was uh, a detroit tiger uh, became the 21st member of the 300 save club on the uh, 16th of september 2007 but before that was a stud for the jacksonville state gamecocks Boo. Oh, well, that's the South Alabama guy there. Or, or, no, 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 it's uh, North Alabama. Sorry, Todd. I, I, I went to the university player of North Alabama. Jacksonville State. I am currently very, <laughs> very, very proud to announce this that I am the still the all time walks leader at Jacksonville State University, <laughs> and I did it in three years. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Todd. I went to UNA. <laughs> no, that that's, was, that was uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's real talk. I was, uh, I, I, I threw, obviously I threw really hard. I just could not throw strikes at that, at that point in my career and, and drove several, several teammates to, uh, to drove them crazy. And then of course drove, you know, my college coach, Rudy Abbott, I drove him, uh, absolute bonkers. But, um, you know, as my career progressed, I still struggled throwing strikes, but then later on in my career, uh, it was a good thing because as my as my stuff kind of went away, my uh, my location and everything kind of picked up. So it was uh, 
it was a good trade-off. Uh, I missed that note in in both his uh, Wikipedia profile and the, and the baseball reference uh, page as well. So I'll maybe have to go in and, and alter those. Todd, <laughs> Todd, what what about the game today? When you look at Major League Baseball in, in 2021, how's it how's it different from when when you played? Well, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of things that have changed. Obviously, analytics has come in and and uh, really really put its stamp on the game and. I was a coach in the minor leagues with the Tigers, so I got a little bit of the of the behind the scenes information as far as that goes as well. But but um, you know there there's a lot that changes, but there's a lot that stays the same. Um, you know, it seems like there's a obviously the players now they they almost they're almost like Space Jam. Uh, everybody throws 100 miles an hour. Everybody hits 600 foot home runs. But it still comes down to executing pitches and throwing strikes and, uh, you know, trying to get people out. And if you, in this day and age, as strong as these guys are, you know, if you miss your spot, they're going to hit a long way. But if you can hit your spot, you'll still have a chance to get them out. So there are some things that have, that have changed the branding of, of, you know, the like the analytics like I was talking about. But, you know, you still got to go out there and you still got to get in between the lines and you still got to make pitches. And, and, uh, you know, that's what I, that's what I still appreciate about watching the guys throw, throw and play today. Todd, everybody has, you know, dreams whenever they're playing heck little league ball, they're, they're dreaming of, uh, one day having a chance to play in the majors. When you get to college, uh, I'm sure there's a, there's a percentage of guys that go, well, I'm, I'm closer to that dream. I've made it through another cut line. Uh, but there are a lot of guys that are, that are pretty realistic, maybe going, you know, this is going to be it for me, but what a ride it is to get to play in college. Cause it is so rare. Where were you when you were at Jack state? Was that in the forefront of your mind when you started, or is that something that just kind of evolved during your time playing for Rudy? Well, I think, uh, and, 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 you know, not to, not to kind of overstate it, but I didn't really have a whole lot else going on in my life. And, uh, and you kind of get to a point where, where you get into, you get into deep into college and then you start to get into these summer ball leagues like Cape Cod. And then you start to start to get into pro ball, get into the minor leagues and, and, and baseball kind of at that point, baseball kind of chooses you because there's to your point there's there's most people that that they have a chance to play high high school if they get the chance to play play in college it's just so difficult to have an opportunity to play in college and and um you know i i was grateful for the for the chances that i had but as you continue to walk down through this through this uh through this street this avenue of 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 playing you realize you're really given an opportunity and you need to take advantage of it because there's not that many people that have have that opportunity and then and then kind of along the way you you learn some things as you go and you and you stay healthy and that's just pure luck but uh you know when like you're shown how to you're shown how to work you're shown how to how to show up every day and how to be prepared and and you know that's the exciting thing about it but uh you know, like I said, I was just I was telling telling Mike on the on the way in that I was ever since I've been five years old, I've just been going to my next game. And yeah. and I was fortunate enough to just do that until I was 40 and, uh, you know, just have the opportunity to to take the things that I learned and pass it on to these to these college players that, I, that I'm getting the chance to spend time with now is is just a great 
it's a great place to be. In most years, your alma mater is right there in the thick of things for the Ohio Valley Conference Championship. They're about to move, I think, back into the A-Sun in baseball along with everything else here very, very soon. But you, if I'm not mistaken, it was still Division Two when you played yes. at, yes. at Jacksonville State. Yeah. But it was still high-level baseball. I'm not sure people, you know, especially younger people, realize how good athletics in our state was even at the the so-called small college level but because oh, most yeah. teams were d2 yeah, they weren't they no, weren't please, d1. sorry no but but that's a that's quite a change from from what it is now but the high level play is not any different no that's true i mean you know my my thing was academics i i wasn't able to i wasn't interested enough to you know, have enough of a brain to pay attention in class. So my grades suffered and my, my GPA was atrocious. So, um, I didn't have a choice. I mean, I, I athletically could have, could have played at a lot of different universities, but, but academically, um, I, I needed a smaller school that was able to help me, um, you know, maintain my eligibility but also have teachers that would that would deal with people that were you know slower or um, not as motivated in the classroom as they are on the baseball field or whatever the case is. But but Jacksonville was a was a was a was a great place for me. I met my wife there. We've been married for 32 years. So um, there's a lot of good things that came out of Jacksonville. I love Jack State. I and and. I mean, my gosh, to your point, Troy, uh, Troy State at that time, it was Troy State at yeah. that time, and they were Division Two as well. And we went to the World Series in Division Two, you know, all three of the years that I was there. And then those guys won it, the whole thing, the next two years when I was gone. So, I mean, there's obviously – there's a lot of talent. But nowadays, my gosh, there's a lot of talent all over the, all over the board. It just comes down to uh, you know the special players get to get to go play in the big sexy uh, conferences, but uh, I mean my my son's a hitting coach in junior college in in Gainesville, Florida at Santa Fe College, and uh, you know he's going to have two guys off his team get drafted. So there's you know there's talent everywhere, and and uh, baseball that's the beautiful thing about baseball you don't have to be a football player you don't have to be six seven three twenty. You don't have to be a basketball player at six nine to you know two seventy be able to jump out of the gym. You can look like a plumber and play baseball, and I think that's the that that's kind of the attraction is it's every man's sport. So, um, you know that's 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 why the kids show up now. We're getting ready for a workout, so that's why we're that's why they're here. Todd, we we just signed a, a plumber as a sponsor, so uh, no offense Great. if we lose that yeah. sponsor, we're going to send you a bill if you don't mind. That's great. I can help him with that. I, I've got the plumbers, <laughs> the plumbers cleavage for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we we go off the beaten path a lot in this uh, program, Todd. And uh, one of the one of the preps I wanted to do for this interview uh, because your career is is so great. Uh, you know your walk up or your your music when you come in out of the pen was was last one standing by Mercy Me, a contemporary Christian song, and you know that's worth a discussion. But, but I felt like we, we would be remiss if we got through this interview and didn't bring up and try to clear up why exactly did Magnum P.I. wear a Detroit Tigers hat? Because you were a, a, a famed Detroit Tiger, and, and that's the kind of things we talk about on this show. Well, but, uh, he was, did, I, I think he was from the great state of Michigan, 
And, and uh, I mean, you know, like Detroit has its has its problems. Certainly doesn't have the best uh, uh, agent right now, but but it's going through a renaissance. And 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 that entire that entire area. When I was playing, they they were you know they're like anywhere else. They're like you know Braves fans in Alabama. They're all they don't necessarily you know they don't necessarily know every statistic about every player, but they know what the team's doing. They know they know if they're they know what place they're in, and and uh, you know that's that was a cool thing about when I had the opportunity to play in Boston. You know having having uh, having seven states you know, live and breathe what you're doing. I mean, being a Red Sox oh, wow. up in New England is kind of like being a Alabama football player down in Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, you, you, you're just, it's just different there. So, um, but each, each place has its, has its region. And, um, you know, being in Detroit when we were, when we were good, <laughs> had a chance to, uh, you know, meet, meet Jeff Daniels, Tom Selleck, people like that would come out to the games, things like that. So, um, but there's, there's nothing cooler than walking into New York and, uh, seeing Jeter talk to, talk, talk to Denzel over there on the, <laughs> uh, on the bench and, um, uh, you know, just, just a lot of good experiences that, uh, this old, this old guy from Georgia, um, was just grateful to be a part of. You know, and, and sometimes I think about, man, if, if I'd have been born a little earlier, like I'm an Elvis fan, if I, had I been born a little earlier, I could have seen more Elvis shows, but you know, had you been born a little earlier, you could have been in that cameo episode where Alan Trammell and Lou Whitaker actually appeared in a Magnum PI episode. What can be clear? That's true. That? That's true. But I would have wanted to drive the Ferrari, so I don't know if they would have let me do that. Oh, well, let me get in there with uh, uh, TC and fly the helicopter. That that would have been go. the stuff. Yeah, that's true too. Last couple- a, he was he still is a good looking guy. I mean, we need to go ahead and call it. I mean, there that's that's yeah. that was the appeal of that show. Was uh, I mean the mustache was on point. Of course, I'm a mustache connoisseur. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, I mean that that was on point, and uh, you know he was never hurting for the ladies. He was he was the James Bond of TV. I, I think he proved that point when he he made the uh, not just cameo, but he had a part time role on Friends in the latter yeah, yeah, years yeah. of that. I yeah. mean, you're you know you're the old guy able to to pull the girlfriend being Courtney Cox yeah, at that yeah. stage. That's right. That, Birmingham. That's right. Yeah. that was strong. Him and, <laughs> him, and, him, and uh, him and Bruce Springsteen were fighting over her. Yeah. So yeah. that was, uh, that was her, that was her first, uh, her very first video was, was the, uh, was the glory days thing from, from Springsteen. That's it. Ding, ding, ding. A little, a little uh, trivia note for, for Todd there. Final couple of minutes with Todd Jones. Um, this probably takes longer than this to answer Todd, but what about all the no hitters this season? How big of a difference did the offseason changes they made with the with the ball with the with the seams make? Is that is that why we're seeing what we're seeing with the no hitters? I have absolutely no idea. That's a great question because it it it. I mean, you got to talk about it. They 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 throw seven this year. Yeah, and there's and there's usually one every other year. Um, I do think that it's just this perfect storm of information shifts. Uh, you know, the mentality of hitters has changed uh, nobody, nobody cares if you punch out four times in a game anymore. Um, you know, um, and then, and then, you know, the increased, the, the increased, increased velocity throughout the game. Um, you know, these, like I said, these, you know, these pitchers are somewhat, uh, uh, like space jam. They can just do things that not many other people can, can do. And, um, 
you know, it's it, it's it's fun to watch. It's it's gross to hit, and uh, you know, I'm I'm just glad I don't have to face Mike Trout. Uh, that's about all I got. Lord, I don't blame. You. Uh, real quick, real quick, we only got a minute, less than a minute. Tell us what what keeps you busy these days, if anything. Man, Jesus keeps me busy. That's um, good. That's I'm down good here teaching kids baseball, but uh, I'm going to show these guys how to be men, how to. Uh, how to uh, how to improve their life? How to not make baseball their god, and uh, you know how to try to raise these guys up to get them ready for wives and, and for children. That's what I'm doing. Awesome, awesome, I'm try- awesome. Stuff. I'm trying to think which was more challenging. You know, facing a uh, I don't know a Carlos Beltran in the in the ninth inning, um, being the dad of a collegiate baseball player or the dad of a uh, college uh, cheerleader. All of them are fun. You know, you know, my 16-year-old self was so excited to see my backyard pool full of Sanford cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but then, you know, the old creepy dad part of me just stayed in the house yeah. and uh, yep. just vacuumed and and uh, grilled hamburgers. It was, you know, it was kind of uh, it was these two worlds were colliding. So there was uh, there was some little weirdness with that, but. Um, you know, I, I've been fortunate, man. My, my kids are, you know, I mean, we're all one step away from being stupid, but, uh, they, these guys hadn't done it yet. So yeah. I'm just proud of them. No, no doubt about it. And again, uh, both Alex and Abby have done great. I had Abby, my last couple of years at Sanford, Abby was, was one of our cheerleaders, uh, that I had the pleasure of, of kind of overseeing and, and, uh, just a great bunch. Todd, can't thank you enough for your time, man. Have fun, enjoy it. And, uh, we wish you the best and hopefully we can catch up uh, somewhere down the line, man. All right, gang. Y'all have a good day. Thanks for having me on. Oh, man, our pleasure to have Todd Jones, the former Jacksonville State Gamecock great and Detroit Tiger, visit with us here inside the Press Box. Mike for Chris and JD. And if you like what you hear, you'd like to support us, a couple of things you can do. First of all, like us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. We're there at Press Box Radio 1. Give us a like or a follow. That would be very appreciative. And then the Press Box Podcast, if you like what you're hearing here, subscribe so you get it every day. And even better yet, would you tell a friend? They can find us on both Apple and Google Podcasts, plus iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever they find their favorite podcast, they can find us. Simply search Press Box Radio 1. That's Press Box Radio and the number one for the Press Box Podcast. And for our daily radio show, well, it's online each and every day, PressBoxRadio.com. Check the affiliates page there to find the station nearest you. The episode's page to hear the show on demand or simply press the listen button to hear the press box anytime 24-7. And until next time, we'll see you again here inside the Press Box Podcast.